everyone. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brittany. And we are pelvic floor physical therapists ready to talk about all things pelvic health. We're here to help normalize conversations that might be difficult to talk about and unlock the secrets to questions we get on the daily. So let's get started. Welcome to TMI Unfiltered. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. Very excited. I'm Brittany. I'm Courtney. (laughs) We already introduced ourselves, but thought we should say it again. Um, But we just wanted to start off by talking about um, who we are and maybe how we met. (laughs) Yeah, we can do that. Our journey together, our friendship. We uh, met in physical therapy school. Um, We both went to Cal State Long Beach. Woo! (laughs) Go Long Beach. Um, And when we first met, Courtney actually didn't want to be my friend. Um, But we don't have to get too far into that one. I I think we need to like say something about it. It's because there's like that intro class where everyone says like, stand up, say something interesting about yourself. And everyone goes around. And I got really nervous. Let's just say that. she stood up and she's like, I can't think of anything. That's what it was, yeah. But she has a really cool thing. She has a freaking black belt. I was like, why don't you say that? It just, I got really nervous. I get really nervous with public speaking, but <laughs> apparently now I've gotten over it now that we've started a podcast together. And this was literally all your idea. <laughs> and it was my idea. Yes. Come a long way. Yeah, you have come a long way. Um, but we graduated in 2019 mm-hmm. um, from Cal State Long Beach, and we started um, practicing right after. I started in outpatient ortho mm-hmm. um, and Courtney went straight into pelvic. I went straight into pelvic. I took my first, pe- actually I was a student when I took my first pelvic health course in 2018. Got really into it. Um, I've since got my two different certifications. So my pelvic rehabilitation certified practitioner certification, PRPC, and my WCS. So I'm a board certified women's health clinical Amazing. specialist. So cool. We're in it. We're definitely all in it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But both of us, well, I think I was first exposed to pelvic floor PT when um, we had someone come to lecture um, on what pelvic floor physical therapy was, because I had no idea before that that it even existed. Mm -hmm. And in that lecture, we learned so much about the anatomy of the pelvic floor and all of that, but it was only one course out of all of PT school. No, it was like, well, not even a course. It was not a even day. a course. It was, it was a like one a day, class. not even a course. Yeah. It was a class, like a one day, two hour lecture. And uh, after that, I was like, I, there's no way I'm going into this <laughs> setting. Like, I'm never, doing, I'm never this. doing this in my entire life. Like, this is just not for me. Yeah. And I started practicing an outpatient ortho and I started treating all these patients with back pain and pelvic pain and hip pain pain, and I just knew that there was something that was missing and there were patients that would come in and they'd have other symptoms associated with their pain like urinary symptoms or bowel symptoms and I was like I literally cannot help you to the extent that I need to and I'm teaching people how to strengthen their core but I don't know this whole entire part of your core which is your pelvic floor which is crazy because most people have no idea that it even exists I know Let's so, get into it. So yeah. um, as pelvic floor physical therapists, what we do is we are trained normal physical therapists, um, but we actually take additional certifications and specialties to be able to do um, internal vaginal or rectal um, assessment. So glove finger, we go on the inside and the muscles at the bottom of the pelvis, they're just hip muscles. Um, and so Um, we're able to look at the strength, coordination, tone, um, and this can lead any deficits with any of those things can lead to so many things like pain with sex, pain with tampon use, fecal incontinence, urinary incontinence, urinary urgency where you're rushing to the restroom. What else? Interstitial cystitis, prolapse. Any type of pain. 
Yeah. Lots of pain. Back um, pain, hip pain, mm-hmm. any type of pelvic pain. Mm-hmm. I don't know and if you already said that or not. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But it does so Honestly, much. Honestly, the list goes on. Yeah. And the difference between these muscles, what makes them the difference between like a bicep and a quad, right? Quad muscle is um, they're on all the time. If these muscles weren't on, we'll all have, we'll be peeing and pooping ourselves. Even right, right now, while I'm sitting here, I'd literally be she, peeing and not. pooping my she pants. Guys don't work. She's not. I'm not though. We're good. <laughs> because the muscles are on, right? And um, they have a role in childbirth, sexual function. They're affected by stress, hormones. And so they're so much more um, complicated, which is why there's so much of a specialty with it. So um, what we do as public therapists is that, I mean, Brittany's a huge movement pattern specialist. She looks at everyone, like how they move. We look at like feet all the way up to hips, even up to the shoulders, cervical area, looking at your range of motion, movement patterns, um, strength, right? Tone. Um, and then we specialize in the pelvis. Anything else we do? I feel like you hit all of it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it comes from, you know, I feel like a lot of people here listening have probably been to outpatient PT for like maybe after a surgery or after an injury. And we think of um, pelvic physical therapy as um, something very similar where somebody is preparing for delivery, right? Child, childbirth and delivery, preparing for labor, um, the types of pain or symptoms that they might be experiencing during pregnancy. There's like a prehab portion of it too, where you can prepare Um, pregnant moms for reducing the risk of tearing during delivery and then when it even comes to postpartum um, you think about a major life event or injury on your body whether it be like muscle tearing at your perineum or even like a c-section scar Um, these people need to learn how to reuse their core learn how to mobilize tissue that's going to be tight and when you start to think of it like that you know pelvic floor pt is so needed because you know, it's so talked about where you go get an ACL injury and surgery after that, and then people go to PT for the next year. But yeah. why are people not going to pelvic floor PT after they deliver a baby? Well, after, yeah, after you're holding something for nine months, your body completely changes. Research shows in that third trimester, right? Your calf uh, muscles and your and your glute or your butt muscles are inhibited, right? And so they have this huge weight for nine months. And by inhibited, she means like not being able to work. Yeah, like they they're just... They don't work the way that they normally would They're because not as effective or efficient. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they carry something for nine months. They go through a labor. It could be anywhere from 24 to 36 to however many hours, right? Any tearing, soreness. And then they have to take care of something. Their, their workload is so something. much more. Something. A oh, baby. Child. Maybe, maybe even a <laughs> husband still <laughs> or a partner. No. Take care of anything, right? While they're healing, healing, normal healing takes two months, six to eight weeks, right? But with that increased work, they need help. Like, we all, we all need help. Yeah, right? we all do. But so. I think that, you know, this just comes to show, like, even in other countries, right? I think, is it in Europe and mm-hmm. places in, France, in Europe? Yeah. And um, public floor PT is actually a lot more widely known there because somebody will deliver a baby and then um, pelvic PT is just part of their their care after yeah it's part of their rehab they come to the to the house and here it's not yet widely known as part of the care yet right Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know even in the setting that we're in we're getting a lot more referrals from OBs who are um, sending their patients over to us um, for preparation even if they don't have symptoms but I think that you know anyone with a vagina or a penis should be getting pelvic PT if they need it, right? Yeah. And I think that there's just, 
not a lot of people talk about it. Not a lot of people know about it. And I think that's our whole point of starting this podcast. Our, Our whole reason for being here is to just like bring awareness and we hope that people learn from what we're talking about and take away something from it. Um, it's not necessarily going to be medical advice, but we're going to be it's having some medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be having some fun conversations. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of common things that we see, which we kind of already went into a little bit, um, and kind of dive deeper into different areas of what we see too. Mm-hmm. Have some guest speakers. Guest speakers. I'm very excited about guest speakers. Which will be really fun. We have so many ideas. It's going to be so fun. It'll, it'll We're going to have so much fun. So much fun. All the fun. And so we picked um, TMI unfiltered, right? Because we either, especially with public health, there's such a taboo um, a stigma to it. No one talks about that. And everyone's always scared to bring that up to their healthcare providers. And so um, nothing's TMI. Nothing's TMI. So you're going to be hearing a lot of poop pee penis vagina clitoris so just get used to it just all words it's gonna be fine it's all words I think in the first course that I took my first pelvic course when they were teaching us internal they were like all right everyone sit down everyone just scream the word vagina and I think that people use so many different words like instead of that right like your your hoo-ha your coochie whatever it is and it's like why can we not just say it for what it is like that's literally just another part of your body we're gonna talk about it it's gonna be okay it's just like an elbow it's an elbow a shoulder to me too I remember at there was a presentation and it was like one of the first ones I went to and so the woman said everyone stand up and I was like oh god like what is this and she's like everyone just say vagina and I and you feel wrong saying it you feel weird at first. At, at first. But it's just it's just your body. It's all fine. Yeah. So we're here to talk about that, which will be We're here to help exciting. normalize things that maybe, like, these kinds of conversations, you're not going to, like, sit down with your friend and talk about. We do. Well, we, <laughs> all of our friends are I, pelvic therapists. <laughs> a lot of our friends are in pelvic as well. But I also think that my friends who are not in pelvic floor PT, I think I more openly say these things. And I think my friends are kind of like you know, we're out in public right now. Like, why are you saying that? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forget that. This is just like part of my vocabulary. And so like, I feel like a lot of patients come in and like the first thing that they say when they sit down, they're just like, they kind of stare at you with like a blank face. Cause they're just like, I have no idea what to expect being here. Yeah. Like they're nervous. Like they don't want to talk about how like they can't go out in public because they can't hold in their pee or their poop or they, you know, they're not able to maybe have a baby because they can't have sex because it's painful. And a lot of these things, like getting into it, like there's so many different components involved with it that I think that a lot of people don't realize, whether it be like, you know, your day-to-day, your stress, like Courtney was saying earlier, hormones, your sleep, your exercise and your activity, which um, I think is super important to address. Um, but I think that a lot of people come in just very nervous to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they don't realize that we do it all day. And then we're like, okay, well, we do this all day. So, you know, like everything yeah. that you tell us is really helpful because it helps us to like help you and like tailor our treatment program to you and why you're here. Yeah. And so then once people realize like, oh, okay, it's okay to talk about this. Like this is normal for not normal, but very common that I'm experiencing these things. Cause we always tell people like, that's a very common symptom. That's why we practice, but it's not normal. Yeah. Like you're not, and you're also not alone and you're not that. alone. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, definitely. So in that first assessment, usually when someone goes to a pelvic floor physical therapy visit, I had some patients that 
They came in and they're like, I thought I was going to be naked in the gym doing squats. I was like, what did why you Why would we do that to like, you? why did you think this? She's like, I didn't want to come because I thought this. But so they're just to break down of what it is, what happens in a pelvic floor therapy um, uh, exam, right? Or your first visit is we'll sit down, we'll talk about, just get a subjective and talk about, okay, so what's been going on, the history of it all, um, how many, and just get a baseline. So how many times you're urinating, how many times you're having a bowel movement, consistency of some of this stuff, um, any pain with intercourse, pelvic pain in general, then we'll also screen your hip and your back as well. And so asking, getting a full history of everything that could be going, contributing to it. Um, and then we'll do an exam, right? And so I always screen everyone's back. So I have them bend down, touch their toes, extend back, just screen their back. I'm gonna check the strength of like their hips, um, of their hip joint, do a couple special tests. This is all fully clothed. Um, everyone does things a little bit different, right? I'll look at um, someone's abdomen, look at their stomach, see what's going on there. Um, and then usually I have them go to the restroom, have them change. And then this is where I'll look on the outside if they give me consent. Um, of their see, pelvic floor. Uh, the pelvic floor, right? So I'm going to look on the outside and just see, like, tissue quality, the, if they're able to contract, let go, push. And then with one glove finger, so no stirrups, no speculum, just glove finger. Um, and they're fully draped. Just go on the inside, and I can, like, assess every single muscle. Strength, tone, coordination, see what's going on. Take finger out, and then we'll just we talk about it, have them get dressed, and talk about everything. So that's kind of what I do for my mm-hmm. first assessment. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, pretty similar. And I think that a lot of people, you know, after the exam, they're like, "Oh, that's it. That wasn't even that bad. That yeah. wasn't even a big deal." And I think that a lot of times people like either have pain with medical exams, or mm-hmm. they think that you know something more is going to be inserted, right? And when it comes to like a a digit or a finger versus something like a speculum or something else yeah. can be maybe uncomfortable, right? And so I think that a lot a lot of people afterwards are like, oh wow, that wasn't even that big of a deal. Like it yeah. wasn't as like I shouldn't have been that nervous invasive for it. Or yeah, whatnot, it's not invasive. Yeah. And I think too, like Courtney and I both do this. I know that that because we've talked about it is like we always like tell someone what we're gonna do first. Like, mm-hmm. and you always have the right to be like, oh yeah, let's not do this anymore. Let's stop or that's yeah. painful. Don't do that anymore. And we're like, yeah, that's totally fine. And I think that a lot of it too is about like you know easing into everything. And we always do with what you're comfortable with. But we're also trained in all these things, and the things that we mm-hmm. do are gonna help you so much. And I think that there are a lot of people too who kind of go through the medical system looking for help, looking for answers, and their tests come back negative. Like they go to a urologist or the gynecologist and, you know, they get all this testing done and everything comes back normal because that's what those providers' jobs are is to check to see if these things and tests are normal. Um, Also life-threatening, right? Yeah, like red flags. Organs are looking at that. Or that's, and then when Mm -hmm. they get to us, it's because everything is fine right yeah and it may be more muscular in nature yeah yeah so like they're, they're doing a really important thing they're doing it yeah <laughs> great job they're, yeah they're doing really important work right and I think that a lot of people are like well why didn't I get that answer somewhere else well it's because as physical therapists like we specialize in the muscles right so muscle structure and function just like any body like any part of your body your pelvic floor muscles can be trained the same way So depending on what you find in the exam, right, you can work on strength, you can work on endurance, coordination, Mm -hmm. any of the things that Courtney just talked about. Posture. Posture. I love working on that. 
Um, and I think that just if a lot more people knew that this even existed, I think that a lot more people could get help and people could start talking about these things and, and feel more comfortable talking about it with, with people too. Yeah. So definitely. we're excited to, to make that more normal. Yeah. To dive in with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I think too, um, I, you know, before going into this setting, I think the reason, um, Courtney mentioned hers a little bit earlier, um, but the reason why I got into this setting was because um, I was practicing in outpatient ortho for a few years and I got a little bit burnt out. <laughs> um, and I really wanted to specialize in something. I just didn't know what to do. Um, and then I started having pelvic floor related symptoms. Um, I was having, and we can probably go deeper into this in another, another session, but, um, I was having urinary symptoms. I was also put on a medication that, um, I was, so I was peeing all the time. Um, it was a medication for acne, but it was also a diuretic. And so that was impacting my body a lot. And I think that my body going off of birth control, I was going through so many different changes when it came to my hormones balancing out and all of that. And, um, I started having, um, more like pelvic pain related symptoms, um, and certain things would trigger that. And so I had to, um, I went to different uh, medical providers to get testing. All my things came back normal, um, which is good. We don't want anything to come up in those exams, right? But um, I wanted answers. And even being a physical therapist, I still don't think I fully understood the extent of how a pelvic floor PT could help you. And so called my friend here, Courtney. <laughs> I was from actually the next room over from the next room <laughs> I over. Like, I was actually living together. <laughs> we were living together at the time. Her and her um, now husband like yeah. offered their um, they had a spare room and I had really wanted to move to um, this area. And so they were like, come move over this way. Um, we have a room opening up. And so I moved in and um, told in, home, in home treatment in, in home treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Personalized care. Um, and it helped me so much with my symptoms and I feel like day to day I could function better. I wasn't peeing all the time. I wasn't having pain. And as long as I kept up with everything that I had learned, I'd be okay. And I think that like quality of life for me at least improved so much after that, because I was dealing with these symptoms for months. And once I knew that that could help me, I knew that it was something that I wanted to then help other people with. Um, and I think that getting personal in this first session, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that a lot of what we do can, can help like a wide variety of people. Um, I don't think, you know, you heard a little bit earlier about what Courtney was saying. Um, there's just so many patient populations that we work with. It's not just pregnant. It's not just postpartum. But it's literally it's not old, right? It's Everyone not was old. Like, oh, I'm too or, young for this. I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're not even. Yeah, and we get patients who come in who, um, I we neither of us treat under 18 or peds more so. Mm -hmm. Um, but we do get patients that come in who are 16 or so, um, who get like pain with tampon insertion, or maybe um, they have pain with intercourse, or. Um, they have any type of pelvic floor related symptom. Really, it could be anything. Um, it's just such a wide range that we're helping. And then working all the way up to, I have patients who come in who are in their late 80s and 90s. And yeah. they're like, why am I learning about this now? Like, why did I not learn about this when I was younger? And so I feel like a lot of it too, now in my treatments too, I try to like bridge that gap. Or even if my patient's not necessarily asking me for 
um, information about something, I try to kind of educate them to help them and set them up for like success more in the future. And also their friends, um, right? Yeah. I have so many patients where we'll be talking about something and then they're like, oh, you know, I think my friend has this. And they'll come back. They're like, oh, yeah, I think so. I was like, oh, just get on my schedule. Let's, yeah. let's help. Yeah. So, and then it's kind of like a trickle great. effect, right? Yeah. The education is just tools. And it's all tools mm-hmm. that we can use later on and to help have a happy life. Happy life. <laughs> happy life. Right? Because these are things that, you know, we, we should have. We should yeah. have full continence. We should not be having pain with sex, right? Mm-hmm. We should not be having pain in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but those things are so common just from like our day-to-day lives. And um, and there's so many different contributing factors to that that, you know, pelvic floor PTs can help patients yeah. with too. Definitely. Yeah. So um, welcome TMI Unfiltered. <laughs> we're excited to continue talking to you guys. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, want to hear anything in particular, we'd love to hear. Yeah, find us on our content. Instagram, TMI Unfiltered, or info at TMI Unfiltered at Gmail. We'll figure I think that you made. Out. I think you made the. Yeah, the TMI Unfiltered wasn't there, so we'll figure it out. It's all on the Instagram. <laughs> um, but we'll definitely be posting more of these, um, and we're excited to continue talking with you all. Yeah. So welcome, everyone.